Celebrating 30 years of phenomenal trend forecasting. Here's Gerald Salenti with today's trends in the news. Hi, this is Gerald Salenti. It's Monday, August 12, 2019, and here are some of today's trends in the news. Over there in Asia, it kind of mixed Hang Sang down because things aren't going so well in Hong Kong. Over there in Europe, it's down. Here in the States, down again. And what else do we got here? Oh, gold is up nice. Oil's mixed. And Bitcoin's eh, down a little bit. Stocks fell on Monday as bond yields resume their August downturn, raising concerns about the state of the economy. No kidding. And here's the deal. The spread between the two-year and 10-year Treasury yield narrowed. It's at its lowest level since 2007. Yeah. Panic of 08, 2007. Inverted bond yields preceded every recession in the last 50 years. The recession is already on. We're in a stage one recession heading for the greatest depression. Bank stocks declined as interest rates dive. They can't make enough money with them low interest rates. And we're going to get to that and stay with it. And the protests going on in Hong Kong. This is really big. They closed down the airport. Again, you're going to see China's interference into this, and this could be that black swan. Remember what I say to you, nobody could predict the future. There are too many wild cards. This is a wild card event because Hong Kong, that's the center of Asia's economy. It's equity markets. That goes down. Watch others to follow it down. And they had an election over there in Argentina. It's called a primary election. And what the election is about is they're going to see if who's going to win in October. Basically, that's it. So it's a prelude to it. And Macri, the guy that was that brilliant economist that we're going to bring in there to straighten everything out, he lost big time. That's right. He only got about 32% of the vote. So you got to sell off in the peso. Now, this is according to CNBC. Argentinian stocks fell down 30% this year. That's big. So, Goldman Sachs came out. Hey, they're saying what Salenti said a couple of months ago. Yep, they're lowering their fourth quarter growth forecast, and now they're even talking about recession. And, as a matter of fact, Bank of America on Monday, today, Raise the chances of recession to one in three over the next 12 months. You know what that is? Bullshit. You can't call it one in... You can't make up a percent. That's a load of crap. Again, we were the first to call this. Again, the first to call the Trump rally, market rally as well. Gold holds above $1,500 an ounce on global growth worries. Duh. No kidding. How about those negative bond yields? You know, you buy a 30-year German bond, and in 30 years you get less than what you bought, paid for the bond. That's why people are going into gold. Not only the safe haven asset, there's no way to put your money. That's a safe haven commodity. 
So gold prices are going, oh, by the way, copper prices, you know, Dr. Copper, as goes copper, goes the global economy, and China buys up over 50% of it. That's right. Copper prices now, whew, they keep getting lower, near a two-year low. How low can they go? You're going to see as the global economy slows down because investors weigh specta of sub-zero rates. This is really big. We're talking about $15 trillion in government debt around the world with negative yields. Here's what the way they say it in the Wall Street Journal. That means, essentially, that savers holding those bonds are paying the government to store their money. Isn't that great? They either steal it or they store it. And what do we have here? The sub-zero yields haven't led to a true revival in those economies. Talking about all the cheap money that they pumped in in Japan, in Europe, negative interest rates, sub-zero yields, and now they're admitting it has not boosted the economy. What we have been saying since it began, now they're even saying it in the Wall Street Journal. Beijing battles currency outflow. Very important. I'm saying that Beijing is not artificially lowering their currency, the yuan. They are greatly concerned about people taking their money and don't want to see it go down, so they're going to invest it somewhere else to get a better return on it. These are the Chinese. They're not stupid at this. And they go on here to explain any further sell-offs also could create problems for Chinese property developers and other corporate borrowers that have borrowed heavily overseas. You ready for this? Nearly a trillion dollars in dollar-denominated debt that these people that are building all those houses and apartments throughout China have taken on as debt in other com companies as well. Now their currency goes lower. They got to pay this debt back in dollars with cheaper money. They don't want it to happen. It's going down because the global economy is going down. Risk of recession grows for Asian commercial hub. They're talking now about Hong Kong. They're looking now for recession in Hong Kong. Ah, copper's swoon, cloud supply. They're talking here about prices fell to two years lows recently on fears of a global recession. Ah, another one. Want to see how good the banks are doing? Global banks cut, you ready? 30,000 jobs as investment climate darkens. I don't think we should use that word darkens. I think that's racist. I think uh, we've got to come up with it. Anyway, like you can't say blackmail anymore. And you can say amen. You've got to say amen. Anyway, 30,000 job layoffs since April. You can see where this is going. You ready? Italian banks still hold more than double the proportion of bad loans of the whole Eurozone. And to show you how well things are going, British economy shrinks 
for first time in seven years. The uh, chancellor of the Exchequer said he pointed the finger at broader economic weakness across the globe, saying there had been a, quote, challenging period across the global economy with growth slowing in many countries has nothing to do with trade wars. It's about what I said before, that they're now finally admitting that all the monetary methadone they pumped into the system just made the rich richer and everybody else poorer has not lifted the economies. And the UK pound hits multi-year lows. Over there in Canada, rise in joblessness fuels rate cut talk. Canada's unemployment rate rose in July as the economy unexpectedly shed jobs. Unexpectedly. Don't wait for the official word. Start preparing now to prevail and prosper. And one of the things to consider, game's over, fight's on, you have to get into the best shape you can. Physically, emotionally, and spiritually, whatever you believe in. And that means rising to higher levels and doing the best you can. You have to get in shape to prepare for the fight. That's step number one. Could a new deal with the Taliban end the 18-year war in Afghanistan as we look at global trends on the geopolitical front? Duh. The war's over there. I forecast they're going to sign a deal and Trump is going to announce it during the ending months of the presidential reality show just before the election. And what else do we have here? Ah, very important, very important. We've been talking about this and now it's getting closer to home. China blames U.S. for Hong Kong protests. On Thursday and Friday... And now this is propaganda. Beijing-backed media outlets. Like, we don't have any U.S.-backed media outlets. You got a bunch of prostitutes that get to get paid to put out for their corporate johns and their Washington masters here in the U.S. But moving on, but these are the language things that you have to look at so you can see the reality of the trend rather than the propaganda line. So they go on to say media outlets circulated a photo of the political unit chief of the U.S. Consulate General in Hong Kong meeting in a hotel lobby with prominent members of the opposition, including the 20-year-old, a key figure in protest that rocked Hong Kong five years ago. All right, so there's the U.S. top person from the U.S. Consulate General's office, a political unit chief, meeting with this person. That gives them some suspicion. And they went on to say that the CIA, the United States, was known for instigating color revolutions, a reference to demonstrations that sprang up in the former Soviet states during the previous decade. And they're right about it. Remember that orange revolution over there? in uh, Ukraine. And speaking of revolutions, and this is a 
true revolution, maybe the beginning of a major war. We talked about what's going on in Kashmir, where the Indian government decided to scrap what was written in 1947, giving Kashmir autonomy. And this is a story in the New York Times today, detaining 8 million, life under siege in Kashmir. Again, I talked about wild cards. You can't predict them. That's why nobody could predict the future. Who thought this would happen? Who thought what's happening in Hong Kong would happen? But again, when all else fails, they take you to war, and the Indian economy and the equity markets are beginning to fail. For most of the past week, the entire Kashmir Valley, home to about 8 million people, has been put on virtual house arrest. Indian soldiers rolled in by the tens of thousands. They barricaded roads, closed schools, took positions on rooftops, and cut off the internet, mobile phone service, and even landlines, rendering the valley mostly incommunicado. This is serious. Pakistan is starting to respond. They don't know what to do. They have few options. And this is another economy which is teetering on disaster in Pakistan. These are two nuclear powers, and there's virtual silence coming out of the major countries, NATO and the United States. UN concern over Kashmir lockdown as hundreds reported arrested. Stay tuned to that. We're in a very volatile situation. Yes, the economy is going into the greatest depression. But if war breaks out, remember we have the problems going on with Venezuela, with Iran. Now we have Kashmir with Pakistan and India. We just saw what's happening in Argentina. You're seeing destabilization increasing rapidly. And over there in Russia... Same thing going on. Protesters join Moscow rally against Kremlin local election ban. And they have an election coming up and said these people aren't qualified to run. And I don't know what's going on there, but that's what they say. But I want to read you how they describe what's going on there. Violent attacks by riot police on overwhelmingly peaceful protesters have galvanized people. This is the Financial Times, and this is another trend-tracking lesson. Violent attacks by riot police. Hey, but they arrested some 600 people already in Hong Kong, and they're shooting rubber bullets and tear gas and pellets. That's not violent! Oh, what those French riot police have done and are doing to the yellow vests? We will not call that violent attacks because they're our friends. So yes, this is disgusting what the police are doing in Moscow, but let's call a spade a spade and spread it equally when it's going on everywhere. Again, read between the lines. And the important thing also what's going on there in Russia now, the major agency there which oversees... Uh, surveillance is calling upon Google 
and others to stop advertising illegal events on YouTube so you're not even allowed to post them. It's starting to sound a lot like China. And the United States can't put anything bad about vaccines. Don't be a conspiracy theorist. You got it. Censorship 2019 in a country near you. 40 killed as coalition forces in Yemen turn on each other. And they turned on each other. These are the United Arab Emirates people and the people of Saudi Arabia that are trying to overthrow the Houthis. Now they turned against each other. This whole thing is a disaster in Yemen, the worst humanitarian crisis on earth. But we won't talk about it anymore because American media isn't. And then what else do we have over here? Well, the big news here, conspiracy theories fly online over Epstein death. That's right, Jeffrey Epstein. He uh, hung himself, according to the reports. Remember what happened on Friday. They came out with that big, big report about all the people that were involved in the Epstein thing, including uh, this cat from England, the Duke, yeah, and others. So here's the way they write this in the Wall Street Journal. Again, another trend lesson. The death of Jeffrey Epstein set off a wave of conspiracy theories online that demonstrate both how social media fuels misinformation and threatens to erode public acceptance of the results of any investigation, public acceptance of swallowing their... You got it. Absolute bullshit. Oh, you got to accept that Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction and ties to al-Qaeda. Oh, yeah, them Iranians, they sabotage them ships. We don't have any proof. Don't you call that a conspiracy theory, Salenti? You know what's wrong with you? I'll tell you what's wrong with you. It's this misinformation that you believe threatens to erode public acceptance. You don't accept their... That's right. So, this is what I said on Trends in the News back on July 29th, two weeks ago, about bye-bye Epstein. Here, listen. This guy, Jeffrey Epstein built a fortune of more than a half billion dollars, leveraging unusually close relationships with a powerful small group of rich individuals over four decades, hanging out in the club with all the other sickos in that kind of club. Yeah, there's rumors out they're gonna kill this guy. Okay. And then to end on a high note, how a state plans to turn coal country into coding country, driven by a high-tech industry vision of rural economic revival, Wyoming is requiring all of its K-12 public school students to learn computer science. Now, you really shouldn't force it on. It's a good idea, but you know, I had to learn algebra, biology, chemistry. They're going on. They say the mandate is part of a 
wide-ranging package of new laws passed by the state legislature last year that is intended to wean Wyoming off its heavy reliance on oil, gas, and coal industries and stem the flow of young people leaving for better jobs. So that's great that they see what's going on and trying to change it. Is this the right way to do it? I don't know. But the message of the story is they're preparing. And so what we're urging you is to prepare as well, and each day we will do our best to help you prepare, prevail, and prosper in the upcoming Greatest Depression. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's Trends in the News.